This is your Mama's Doing Womanhood podcast, week six. Hey, everybody, it's your hosts, Reva and Dina here. Over the past year, I've interviewed dozens of mamas for my podcast, Womanhood After Motherhood, all sharing with us how to nurture, reclaim, and let our new woman selves thrive after becoming mothers. Now, Dina and I are going to round up all their insights, advice, and suggestions and put them into action. Welcome to week six of Mamas Doing Womanhood. Oh my goodness, Reva, we're in week six. This is this is it. This is the this is the end. Here we Final are. Final countdown. Wow, I can't believe we made it. We made it, and now we are women. We Woo-hoo! have reclaimed our womanhood at the end of all this. Oh, Reva. <laughs> It has flown by. I'm also equally exhausted. I can't believe how much we've done. I'm so tired. (laughs) (laughs) So tired. I want to nap through the summer now. After we've done this, the six weeks to summer challenge, now I just want to nap for the next two months. Oops. (laughs) That didn't work right. (laughs) You're supposed to go into summer and and just... (sighs) take it over oh i know maybe just a little mini nap a little power a little disco nap and then we are gonna rock summer (laughs) reva i wanted to clarify a couple of things i realized um i said wrong first uh in previous uh, previous weeks i want to say that the gym workout person that i follow is daily motion fitness and i adore her and she's the one that i did a killer workout with daily motion Got Daily it. Motion Fitness, and also another coach that I've done lots of work with, Sherry Shaban Fitness, and she's wonderful too, so people should, you know, check them out if you want a good yeah. workout and some inspiration. And I also really needed to clarify, because I feel the whoever's listening might be like, what did she say Reva was wearing that day? I misspoke. You one day had the most adorable, funky outfit on, and I think I called them tie-dyed jean overalls. They weren't tie-dyed. They were acid, acid wash. wash. Acid wash, yes. So I don't know what I was thinking. Obviously, I wasn't thinking. Maybe Reba. it was my makeup. My makeup was tie-dyed because I had the pink and I had all of the different colors going on and you're, you, you saw tie-dye. <laughs> Maybe I did. Maybe I did, but I'm still flashing back to that great outfit. Oh, uh, the acid, pair, wash acid wash overalls. overalls. They are my favorite piece of the summer, I think. That's it. <gasps> You're going to wear them every day. They're lovely. They're just... They are. They rock. They're cool. They're so fun. They're fun. How are you? How was your week? Oh, my week was fine. It was good. I barely remember it now. (laughs) (laughs) It flew by. Was yours packed with trying to make space but also hold on to all the built habits with? It was interesting because this week the the task was to make space, but I it was my busiest week that I've had in the past four months. And I was like, oh, wow, <laughs> how interesting. My busiest week is the week I'm tasked with making space. So it was a great challenge. Right. But, uh, but yeah, it's been really great carrying in all, all of the things that we've been working on, the joy, the wellness toolkit, the living with intentionality. Um, feeling good on the outside, incorporating all of these things into my daily life. I do find that I'm building habits on them and I do find that, uh, they're just, they're just coming up and I have everything available to me. Everything is at my fingertips now. I know, uh, I I just have so much more available that is just, uh, makes things really easy now. Amazing. 
Amazing. Yeah. And what, what about you? Good. I think some of the same. I, I was like, oh, I don't have to rush out um, the door all the time or be manic in the morning. I can take my tea and uh, take my moments to myself. So some of that um, joy and uh, living with intentionality and wellness toolkit has all sort of floated over. I wouldn't say I'm doing everything every day, but you're right. It's sort of built into habits and I'm using them. I'm using them. Yeah, like I've got my meditation app set up. I get those lovely little reminders. Be kind to your mind. I am reminded, uh, you know, of all the things that I love on a daily basis and how I can incorporate joy and moments to myself. And yeah, so it's been, I do feel like I've built some really good habits. And I hope everybody out there has, has, has found an opportunity to do that. Yeah, I hope so too. I mean, or maybe they'll be like, I'll get to it. And if you do, that's okay too. But yeah, listen back and then, you know, you can do your checklist. It's honestly, it was, maybe we made it sound like it was hard, but it wasn't. Just building a few in each week and then the ones that really work for you stick. Yeah, that was it. It was just, you know, living with intentionality of making the choice to put some time aside to think about these things, the awareness, bringing the awareness was the biggest, yeah. yeah so absolutely. week five was all about making space in our lives for us. Our task last week was to make a list of five ways you can create space in your life. And some of our guest suggestions were giving family members the opportunity to step up, reconnecting with friends that are good for you, letting go of people in your life that aren't, uh, figuring out childcare, what works for you, have it in place, creating a support system, remove the negative bonding, and carving out space in the budget for you. So, Dina, Ooh, how did this go? Yeah, there was a lot of suggestions. How did this go for you? Uh, so... I went well, I think. I, I think I, I did not have a super busy week like you did, but I still found it difficult or the idea of carving out time was a, was a challenge. Like, carve out more time. I already don't have time to yeah. fold the laundry and get the kids to soccer and then have time to do my one-minute meditation. Where am I going to find time, Reva? Yeah. You're making me do this. But I was able to find some time. And I think, I think um, uh, for me it was more molding what I had into something that works better. So uh, yes. reconnecting with reconnecting with a couple of friends who are such healthy friendships. Um, mm. And that's been so great and energizing. And so that was something simple that I could do. But I often say, oh, I don't have time to meet up with them today and, you know, push off and maybe next week and the next week doesn't happen. Anyways, making it happen in this week. So I'm really grateful for that. That was something I was able to put in. And then, you know, you spoke a lot about childcare and um, making space for that. If you can bring in a family member to help you out more. My kids are a bit older. And I realized, I was like, wait a second. They could just be on their own a bit more. Why am I catering so much to them? Let's try a little bit of backing off. And so I did a little bit of that this week. And it was great. There was one where, like, you're on your own for breakfast I went outside and I sat in a beautiful clear blue sky and just took some what? time for myself what you know what? one of my favorite things to do as a kid my memory that always pops up any season every season was lying down on my back and staring up at the sky I'm, I'm sure all kids did this but I did it a lot yeah. I think and oh. so I did that I just laid down on the backyard deck and I was like oh look at this beautiful blue sky today and I just sort of floated away for like 
10-15 minutes. Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. Yeah. This is an option? You can let it's... your kids have breakfast and you lay on the back deck? What? I didn't even make the breakfast that day. I just said, you're on your own. Are and you I... kidding me? It was fantastic. It's an option. You <laughs> can ignore your children. Go ahead. Ignore them. They're fine. The idea fine. that that is an option, that they can have breakfast by themselves and you don't, you can go and lay. I, I would immediately, I'm like, oh, I'm feeling guilty, feeling guilty. Like <laughs> so much. And that's part of what this making space was. There was a guilt of like, well, I shouldn't really take time for myself and do something extra or something that. Yeah, you should. It's beneficial. And I came back after those 15 minutes so refreshed and so focused. But the idea that, because I, I can justify doing that if I'm like, okay, you're on your own because I'm going to go fold the laundry or I got to mm. go make a phone call or I have to mm. go and brush my teeth. But of I, I stare at the sky. Like what? How does that? You're allowed. I just can't I, even wrap I my head around that. I give permission and I give you permission and all our friends out there permission. <laughs> Go relax and wow. Yeah, yeah, it was great, beautiful. Uh, my favorite thing to do, and so I'm going to do that a little bit more. Just stare up at the sky, love it. Yeah, love the it. idea that we can sit down, you know, because right now, I mean, I got to be honest. When I when I leave, and even if I am taking a moment to myself, if I get caught in that moment, I always <laughs> like grab something and pretend that I'm doing something else because. <laughs> I was, oh, isn't that oh, crazy? I, it is. And why do I, ha I mean, it doesn't even, I just, I was upstairs uh, and I was, I had been pretending to like take my time getting ready and my daughter came upstairs to find me, but really I was on my phone and I was, uh, I was looking at my friend's Instagram video that she sent me and as soon as my, I heard my daughter approaching, I threw the phone on the couch and I grabbed a book and I was like, I pretended like I was looking at something in this book and then I had to like pertain to work or doing something. Mm -hmm. And she came in the room and I was like, oh, hi, baby. Do you need something? I'm just here working. So not doing anything for myself right now. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I think we're. Well, I think we're worried about like, mo well, certainly when we're like social media scrolling, we're right. like worried about modeling that and being like, you know, we don't want to spend all your time on your phone and you yeah. want that. You don't want them to think that, you know, every day my, my younger one comes home from school and, uh, and I say, oh, how was your day? How would you do? And she then goes back to me and says, what did you do today? And it's almost like, oh, oh. she's like, and if I say I started going, oh, yeah, I should, I should have, did I accomplish anything today? I was like, well, I did, did laundry, did a little bit of work stuff, and I did a little whatever. And she'll be like, that's it? I was like, it was a lot, actually. <laughs> actually, I worked really hard today. Actually, it um, took me all day. <laughs> and, and also, like, took some time for myself. Yeah. And that's okay. I think that's a great oh. thing that we should be showcasing. Yeah. yeah, this is so important to take time yeah. for ourselves. Uh, well, one of the things that I uh, added in or thought about this week in my list of five ways I can create space uh, so block time off in the, on the calendar. So I have done that in the past and it's something that I've just been busy with life and work and I, I haven't done. So I was like, that's something I can totally bring back in, block off. I can block off a day off. Yeah. So I can say to myself, okay, I'm not booking anything on this day. This is just going to be a me day. So that's one thing I did. Oh, amazing. Uh, another thing, um, was, and I know this is not going to be popular, for you uh -oh. so uh -oh. listen uh -oh. but okay get up a little earlier oh and look I know I know but 
If I can naturally, and I, I wake up naturally, I, I have terrible blinds in my bedroom. And so I, when the sun starts shining in at 530, it just wakes me up. You're up. And normally so I up. lay in bed because I don't want to wake anybody else up. And I just feel like I should take this time to rest. But maybe getting up a little earlier and actually going in and breathing in some fresh air, sitting on the front porch, having a cup of tea, and and having a uh, having space in my morning to gently wake up. Absolutely, I think that is a wonderful idea, and I think about it every night when I go to bed. Tomorrow, I'm going to wake up super early and start my day. I'm going to do a yoga stretch. I'm going to do a workout first thing in the morning. And I have not. There was a little while with uh, this trainer, Sherry Shaban, uh, where I joined up with a a challenge, an early morning challenge. And we were waking up at four in the morning. Oh my, it's the middle of the night. She wakes up every day at four in the morning. So we joined her and we went on a Zoom call and we shared our intentions for the day, some gratitude. And then we did a, I think we did a workout after that. Maybe it was just the gratitude stuff and then we would do the workout on our own. In any case, up at four. I did it for about, I want to say, like two or three weeks. Oh, my gosh. Reva, I was exhausted. <laughs> I had to like, take a nap at yeah. two in the afternoon. I was like, this isn't going to work for me. I can't get any work done. I, I was like. This is it, like Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, oh, heavy, yeah. like yeah. workout, 4 a.m. That's Listen, that's... if Dwayne Johnson was waking up with me at four in the morning, I'd do that. That'd be some good motivation. But <laughs> to tell that story is to say there's an in-between that's probably a healthy start. Got like I could, yeah. I could start at five thirty or six o'clock and join, join yeah. in with the, the or sun. Even, and... even just 15 minutes. I have a girlfriend who told me she does that. She sets her alarm for 15 minutes before her kids get up for school. Brilliant. And she goes downstairs and she has her coffee all by herself. And that is her time every morning. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's a great big difference. Idea. Big difference. So you can get ahead of the chaos. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, another thing that I thought of was arriving a little earlier Hmm, to wherever to I'm do. going, just to create a little bit of space so that I can be present and grounded in going into that moment. So I, I do find sometimes I push myself to, okay, I, I yeah, it only takes me seven minutes to get there and I leave myself exactly seven minutes, but maybe leaving just five minutes before that. And so, yeah, maybe I'm the first one there, but this actually creates a little bit of space for myself within that moment to take a couple minutes to myself, hang out, look at the sky, breathe, just be in the moment and, and yeah, like just be grounded. So that was one of the things I thought of. Brilliant. Brilliant. I'd say f- five things were tough to come up with. Five. Yeah. It was, it was tough. Mine was sort of variations on things, but I, I did come up with. Yeah. So mine was blocking time off in the calendar, getting up a bit earlier, arriving to places a little bit earlier. Uh, and then the other one, uh, fourth was not necessarily a, a, a way to create space, but a, a, an idea around creating space was okay. I realized that creating space was really creating these boundaries. So by oh. saying, so this is, I guess, number four, saying no to something so I can say yes to something else is creating space. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We can say no to stuff. Yeah. Oh. Right? Saying no. And that is creating space. So no, that I'm was... not going to do that. I'm not going to make time for that, but I'm going to make time for this. Yeah. Yeah. And then my last one was leaving space for magic. And it's Ooh. not very specific, but when I really thought about how I want to make more space, uh, it was really like I want more space so that 
magic, magical things can happen. I can be open to magic in my life. Oh, I love it. I love it. It sounds kind of random, but I was like, like I'm going to go with it. I like it. I like it. So how did you feel? Were you able to create a little bit of space and how did you feel doing it? Yeah. You know what? I felt like, oh, you can do this. Whereas before, even with all our work we've been doing, our self-improvement work we've been doing, actually it's been happening on every turn where I'm like, oh, I can have room for this. I can do this. Yeah. You can do all these things that then make me feel better. They make me feel more grounded. They make me feel more connected. I'm more present. Yeah. I'm happier. Yeah. 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 Ten minutes staring at the sky makes me happy. Okay, people? Yeah. It's on your joy list. It's on my joy Ah! list. You know what? I'm going to add that to my joy list, too. I love doing that. I love, especially at night, I love staring up at the stars. And I don't do that. I'm in my pajamas. I'm exhausted. But maybe that will be uh, reinvigorating. So since this is the last week of our challenge, which I can't even believe already, six weeks, it's going to be summer, I'd love to wrap up with our biggest takeaways. Which task or tasks over the past six weeks brought you the most revelation? Wow. That's a big question. Yeah. I'd say the most surprising thing was the core values appraisal. Ah. I think, and and I think that was the most um, valuable thing in that it's not really a habit every day that you're going to do this appraisal, but to do it maybe a couple of times a year because things shift and to realize when going through that, that I wasn't incorporating these super simple, tiny things that were really important to me, that were at the top of my list. I, I really wasn't having fun days. I wasn't having fun anymore. I wasn't connecting with my kids so much. It was rushing off to soccer practice and this practice and that. And yeah. so during that week of the value appraisal, I took, uh, my family was at the top of the, my, my list. And my one of my one of my kids was like, can we go play volleyball in the back? And I was like, yeah, yeah, we can. That'll totally be fun and it was so much fun and I think in the past I've been rushing around and not stopping and and you know what the laundry didn't get folded that day that's okay yeah that's okay I yeah the house has been a little bit of a disaster during this challenge (laughs) but listen it's gonna swing back I've gotten them to do a lot more oh yeah 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 the values appraisal was huge I I really felt Almost like we should have started with that. I feel like that is the starting point because unless you really figure out what your top five core values are, you really can't, like everything else sort of falls into place once you have that figured out. Good point. Yes. And looking back, our joy list totally reflected what ended up being in our core values appraisal. Yeah. 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 Our wellness toolkit totally reflected what was in our values appraisal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so I would time. say I would say that's like that if there's only one thing that you can get to, anybody can get to, it would be to do the values appraisal. Do the values appraisal and then and then everything sort of can fall into place because then you're really living with intentionality based on this awareness that you've created of what are your core values. Like call them out. Don't yeah. just say, "Yeah, yeah, I we have the same values. Oh, I'm this or that." No, label them. What are your core values? You know what came from uh, a side effect from that core values appraisal, from me doing it, was thinking about all other family members and friends in my life 
I wonder what their core value, their top five yes. core values are. And it became apparent in my mind anyways. I didn't share the, that one family member in particular. I thought, oh, I bet they have control in theirs ah. and that that's really important to them. Whereas I would sort of battle like, oh, why do they have to control this situation right. so much? Right. Well, it's part of what they need to thrive. And right. so it, it allowed me to sort of understand and I think it'll help in my in my relationships and in interacting with others because everyone's got these these things that are important to them yeah I definitely think the realization of you know even this week talking about I'm saying no so I can say yes to something else and realizing when people say no when they put up a boundary uh, it's because they're saying yes to something else. It's because what I'm offering or what I'm asking for isn't isn't on their top five. It's not part of their what they're interested in, what they want to do. And so releasing that, it doesn't have to do about me or any of that. It really has to do about understanding that they are creating a boundary. They are saying yes to something else, and that's why they're saying no to me. Brilliantly put. That's great. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I really do feel like now... We can go forth into the summer equipped with an array of practical resources to build and incorporate into creating our healthy habits and keep moving forward. Oh my gosh, this yeah. summer. Watch we out, can summer. Have a wondrous summer, not just yeah. for the kids, but for us too. And I would love to share. Do you know Rachel Cargill? No. She she's she's an, an incredible uh, speaker and she has this this poem that she talks about summer. And I'd love to read it because this is what I, what I wish for all of us for the summer. Okay. Ooh. This is by Rachel Cargill. I've decided that this summer I'm gifting myself a soft, sweet, succulent one. I'm picnicking in the park. I'm exploring the book piles I have resting on my shelf. I'm going to pick strawberries in the fields upstate. I'm indulging in the warmth of a lover in the cool evenings. I'm writing handwritten letters to old friends. I'm taking midday naps in sun puddles on my terrace. I'm waking up early and sipping coffee on a park bench. I'm packing light for trips to the vineyard and trips to the sea. I'm dancing in the moonlight on sands on other coasts. I'm eating big bowls of salad for lunch and ice cream for dinner. I'm going to revel in my bronzed skin. I'm going to say yes only to the things that thrill me and let no be a complete sentence where my heart finds necessary. I'm going to make rest a verb and healing a decree. I will write in my journal while on sailboats, and I will read rocking lightly in a hammock under a tree. I don't know if gifting myself an entire season is an option, but I've always let my curiosity prove the possibilities. Oh my goodness, Reba, everything in there I want to do do and live oh that's so let that be our inspiration that is the feeling i wish for you i wish for all of us this summer thank you reva what a gift what a gift what a gift she is rachel cargill and thank you so much to her for really calling that out it's it's just a beautiful reminder for all of us to bring that into our lives i'm gonna make a list of all those things i want to do going to do them. Yeah, I think, well, lots of people, you know, do their family bucket lists and we can do our own bucket lists of things that we want to incorporate into the summer. I love it. Well, we know I'll be staring up at the sky, taking a nap in a sun puddle. (laughs) It's going to be doing that. All right. Summer of mamas doing womanhood. Here we come. Happy summer, everybody. Happy summer. We're doing it. We're doing it. It's been great, Dina, working with you for the past six weeks, finding our womanhood. 
I loved every second of it, of it Reva, except for the parts that I didn't love, but I loved <laughs> all of it. <laughs> I'm kidding. It was great. A great challenge. I'm so grateful you brought me in on this. It was really um, it fun. Was really fun. I hope really everybody fun. else had a great time too. That's it. That's it. Signing off for Eva and Dina. Ciao. Ciao.